This is one of our short episodes, which we like to call Monstrous Musings, wherein we briefly chat about a movie, and then we get lost in a far-ranging conversation, covering everything from horror to various points in history. And all the while, Scott and I are going to give Mary a lot of useless life advice. So this episode has the potential to be short and uh, maybe even sweet. Cheers. Who's this child with the enormously fat and unshapely head? (laughs) Who was it? It was me. (laughs) They were like, It was me. That's an ugly kid. (laughs) Oh, Scott. Come on. I'm not saying it was true. I'm just saying that's what (laughs) what these two kids said. That was the perception. Yeah. And and my, my... Now... Because I'm so doddering. Yes. Doddering. He, well, it's true, but I, you know what? I, so, so am I. I so can't I can remember now whether it was my daughter or my sister who saw a pic, who saw, saw this particular picture and said, you look like a baby version of Alfred Hitchcock. <laughs> <laughs> a baby. There's, I, there's, Wait, never, does that been, count as there's praise? never been a better description of you. Scott, <laughs> a baby version of Alfred Hitchcock. No, no, no. Scott is the. I can't hear svelte. myself in here. Scott by is the way. sexy, svelte version. No, you of, know, t- this week of um, Alfred Hitchcock. This week, no. See, that's that's not the way I want to. <laughs> Turns out I'm an idiot. <laughs> no, 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 hold no, on, no. hold on, wait, wait, no, wait, no. wait. wait. I, if anybody, I'm the idiot. I'm the idiot. <laughs> wow. No, no, no. I get to be the idiot. Mary was not <laughs> plugged in that entire time. Well, her ears weren't plugged in. My ears. Uh, so I could hear you, but because not well. Because I have such a loud, obnoxious voice. We didn't. That's exactly as I would describe <coughs> it. Yes. <laughs> as, as so many would. <laughs> no, right, kids. This week, I was thinking of various actors, all of them except for like two, long dead. Yeah. That I was like, this is what. This is the sort of persona that I wish I was. But in fact, as I've said before in other situations, it's really more like Hank Kimball or Don Knotts. <laughs> but no, I think of people like um, uh, James Mason or, oh. or or George Saunders. Sure, George. Th- these are these are classic. You Scott, know. you 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 fit in that category. Scott, I do <laughs> I, I do, do see you as you you do have you do have the air of a Peter Cushing. Uh, see, that's I, I would say Scott's a hybrid of Peter Cushing, um, Hal Greebly. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, and um, yes, more um, Hal Greebly. <laughs> <laughs> I would throw James Mason in there too. I, I, I can I, see you picking up somebody and sticking them on antlers, <laughs> which is yes, something that Joe yes. Bob yeah, yeah. Uh, did to Darcy. Which mm-hmm. brings us to this evening's experience. Hooray! It was which, such a good night. Wasn't that? It yeah. was so much fun. I had a good night. <coughs> it's been a weird... Uh, I don't know how many of the mutant fam listen to us, but hi, mutant fam. All, all 13 of them. <laughs> to, to, yes. to those who are out there. 
Um, it's been a weird week. We're for for oh, probably almost everyone. I would say yeah. everyone. It's been a weird week. Uh, we're filming this on Friday. Or filming. We're recording this on Friday the 13th. <laughs> we, 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 we could um, film it. Uh, we, we could. <laughs> uh, my work has officially uh, closed to the public. I don't know about everyone else's work. Mine has, but it was always close to the public. So <laughs> that's well, not a substantial change. One, I have two jobs. You have well, you have several jobs. One is closed to the public, but we're right. still working at least. And I work for the same organization as Mary. <coughs> it's a super secret organization. It's true. Yeah. Very yeah. secret. Yes. Um, and we're still we're still working, which is good. Yes. Very good. Um, we both have very different jobs at different places That's within true. this organization. Yes. Well, and your other job, Scott, has to do with very carefully, specifically, and deliberately transporting, um, shall demons. we say, precious goods from one location to another. Depending upon your opinion. Oh, I would say so. Very <laughs> much so. And and, um, and and that's in a particular, particular bind right now. Yes. So that this virus is, is it a, a, at once terrifying and yet a godsend? Because I've spent the last 30 years of my life thinking about zombie apocalypse and um what would i do and 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 now we don't have the zombies what are the apocalypse but we do have is uh a shortage of toilet paper and a perceived shortage you're right and a well a a distributed shortage yes because the manufacturers manufacturers of toilet paper claim that there is more than enough it's a distribution problem and if anyone in Minnesota needs to know which places are stocked, I have people around the state who are texting me and telling See? me where it's stocked. There we go. So See, if, Dave, if any no. of our listeners, though, uh, and you, you're going to be hearing this initially about, what, five days after we record it. Five or if six. If you're yeah. running short on toilet paper anywhere in the contiguous 48 states, let us know. Um, we'll mail you some. And 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 yeah. Whoa, be careful there. <laughs> we'll we, see. We'll we, we, mail we, you we, apply. Well, we'll yeah. <laughs> and, and, along with your sticker, we'll mail you a sticker. There you go. Too. Yeah, that'll help. Just don't wipe your ass with the sticker. No, do not. Hey, let let's make this semi-official, okay? So. <clears throat> Welcome to the Monster Movie Happy Hour, where three friends share two of life's greatest gifts, monster movies and cocktails. I'm David Geister, one of your hosts. I'm a picture book illustrator, a history painter, and um, I wasted valuable time yesterday on the computer, on my Steam account, playing Left for Dead, which I think is the greatest uh, zombie uh, build type, you know, resource management game ever created. First person shooter combined with building, and um, I've wasted so many hours in that goddamn game. I've put more hours on that game than any other game yeah. I have. Yeah. So you know what? what oh, you're thinking of um, Left for Dead. I'm sorry. You said I Left, I for, left dead. for Dead, folks. What I meant to say. <laughs> Jesus. Seven days not to die. Left for Seven dead, days yes. to die. Yes. Yeah. Anyhow. That's building. I, I may or may not edit this. It's been a long day. Well, we I, could I start all over again. In this whole show, if this takes more than 20 minutes, we're doing a great Correct. disservice to everybody. Correct. Anyhow. <laughs> Mary? Uh, I'm Mary Chalman, historian, uh, farm mama, 
cheese maker. Yeah. And, and we can verify it. She <laughs> makes really good cheese. Surprisingly. Um, and today I made fresh mozzarella with really excellent, non-homogenized, low-temp, pasteurized, cream-lined milk from wow. Autumnwood Farms in Forest Lake, Minnesota. And it was amazing. And I feel very accomplished despite... Everything that's happening, I'm having a grand old day. That was very specific cheese-making information. I had to call many places to ask where they stocked this cheese. Is there a line in the Bible about that? <laughs> it's Blessed in the Leviticus 18.22? No, no, no. It's, you know this line, Dave. It's like, blessed are the cheesemakers. We, we have seen I, the life of Brian <laughs> way too many times. I, someone has already sent that to me. That's right. <laughs> Don't worry. And who are you, sir? Who the hell are you? Uh, that's uh, something I'm usually greeted with, although usually I'm walking into some formal state affair. Of course. Um, yes. <clears throat> my name is Ben Turpin, and I'm a silent movie actor. No, 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 it's not. Uh, my name is Scott Cheesebro, and um, I'm a historian and uh, a silent movie actor. <laughs> Long out of work. I hope Mr. Turpin doesn't take legal action against me. I, I, um, I can hear somebody knocking on the door right now. It's <laughs> You'll be <laughs> and and my week, uh, because not because of current events involving a virus, but current events involving a strike, which ended this week. Yes, uh, meant that I was home all week. Uh, and aside from a few ventures outside the house. It was entirely at home, but I spent most of that time cooking, so it oh, was fine. Well what done. Did, what did you make? I could be a real smart ass and say food. Um, no, um, here we go, folks. Thanks for coming. Yes, I'll be here all week. Um, various pasta and casserole dishes and roasts and all sorts of things. That's our Scott See, see, see Mary's lost all interest now. I have not. I could have said, I boiled a few human heads, and Mary would have been. I May I ask a follow-up question? Of course. What kind of roast? Human heads. <laughs> no, they don't make good roasts. No. Pork and beef. Mm. Yum. I th yes, just pork and beef. Not together. This is perhaps the most riveting episode. Yes, this is people are going to. We, we have recorded. We may have to start all over from the very beginning. You know, <laughs> I mean, there have been a few times when I've threatened to do that, but we're going to push ahead, and I'll edit the hell out of this if I need to. Uh, we thought that tonight we would uh, briefly, very briefly, talk about the movie Friday the Thirteenth, Part Part Four. four. The, the 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 actual title of the movie is Friday the Thirteenth. The final chapter, and and uh, really, the reason we're talking about this is because a number of us uh, just experienced what I thought was one of the most unique uh, movie watching mm -hmm. uh, experiences. Not sure what you call. I've ever had, yeah, I really don't know. And 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 by way of explanation. Uh, because some of you probably aren't part of what we call the mutant family. Woo! Uh, that's right. Uh, a, n a number of us watched via YouTube and, and also uh, communicated via Twitter with uh, Diana Prince, a.k.a. Darcy the Mail Girl, and, of course, our beloved Joe Bob Briggs. 
mm-hmm. who can dance. Yes. Yes. And uh, the mutant family joined them for a live watch of Friday the 13th, the final chapter, which is to say people all over the country, p- presumably people all over the world in some cases. To uh, some extent, I would right, say. Would watch by whatever means this uh this this chapter if you will of the, the friday the 13th movie and from a motel room in niagara falls canada I believe, canada uh joe bob and darcy did a live broadcast and it was it was completely charming the sound kind of sucked the the video kind of sucked and on, off and, and on. on but those two were just uh they were adorable and they're- they, you know and just so damn Sweet. And, and and they didn't get paid a dime to do this. That's this right. was on their dime, their time. <laughs> and uh, they they interacted with with presumably thousands of us who were watching and tweeting along with them. Is I that- yeah, they the thing that I love so much about Joe Bob and Darcy is that they they brought the mutant fam together mm-hmm. and they s- I think that they see themselves as part of the mutant fam. They're they're a part of all of us, and they want to bring us all together in good times and in bad times, and that seems like their main motivator, and that's really cool. Um, and I love that they really, truly want to interact with all of us, the fans. I think so. Um, I, I'd say that's pretty readily apparent, and I think that, at least as far as I've ever seen, that feeling is very much mutual. Mm-hmm. So. I think so. And, and is it safe to say that uh, Diana Prince? Oh, she's so is, wonderful. She really is. She's a large driving force behind I'd a say lot so. of this. Uh, yeah. Because of her social media presence mm-hmm. and her genuine love for the genre. Mm-hmm. There's. Can I share one of my dreams? Yes. And Darcy, if you ever listen to this. Consider this a standing offer. This As opposed a, to Scott's um, dream. When we is, don't want to talk this about is a that. PG this is a this nice is a, dream. No, no, it's it's very well, sweet. So anyway, continue. I'm sorry, Mary. There's I I Scott would love. <laughs> I would love to do either at a convention or on our podcast or somewhere. I really want to do like a a panel discussion or something about women in the horror community with uh, Darcy. And I mean, I've like I have a long list of folks. Oh, yeah. Who I would love to chat with, but. Darcy's number one on that list. I feel like she has so much insight into the community, has been a, a huge horror, a presence in the horror community for so long, mm-hmm. um, and is really doing so much work to push the genre forward um, and to recognize the contributions of women in that uh, in that field. Yeah, she seems kind of like a catalyst for a lot of us over the last few years here. Yep. Oh, it's wonderful. Well, that's a great dream. Hopefully we can bring it... Uh Bring to some fruition. I hope so. So, Friday the 13th, final chapter. Uh, what can we say? It's It was not the final chapter <laughs> by any stretch it's, of the imagination. It's more or less the first third? How yeah. many are there total? Is Who, it 12? 15, I thought? I, 15. If that's the case, it's the first third. All I know is there are a hell of a lot of them, and I've only watched a handful yeah, I I've enjoyed them to one degree or another, but but honestly, I'm not a huge fan of that particular aspect of the genre. Well, what I would say that we both mentioned, as far as uh, 
high points are are the work by Tom Savini. Right. Yeah. Um, yep. Our, 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 <coughs> one of our early favorite uh, special uh, special practical effects mm-hmm. uh, uh, master. Uh, tell me more about Tom Savini. Tom Savini's yeah. Well, boy. Well, uh, where do we where where does one start? <laughs> you know, um, Vietnam. I, I suppose you know he's uh, <clears throat> he is a if he's not a native. He spent most of his early life in Pennsylvania. He, he's, oh. a, he's, he's a Philadelphian. Yes! In fact, he's living in the house that he grew up in. In oh, Philadelphia? Oh, that I didn't yes, know. Yeah, in, in Philadelphia? Philadelphia. Well, that I don't know, but I'll bet, oh. bet Tom would let us come knocking on his door. If we, I'll have to if text we, my brother. Really my brother who is now furloughed from work in Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But so, and, and you knew this. I didn't, I didn't realize this, that, you know, um, He's a Vietnam veteran, therefore that puts oh, yeah. him at a certain yeah. age. Yeah, he's a, so he's, he's, a, he's was, a qualified combat veteran. Yeah. He was um, apparently um, going to be doing work on the original Nine of the Living Dead, but That's then right. went had to go overseas. Yes. I wasn't aware of that fact. Yeah, yeah. I've heard this story a couple times. And, and George Romero uh, uh, ran into him after after the war after Savini had gotten home and Savini mm-hmm. was doing theatrical work and and it had always been playing with special effects since a very very young age you know creating masks and mm-hmm. and it was also into magic tricks and so you know, he realized that there was this intersection between classic magic a sleight of hand and what you do in front of the camera you you distract the eye you play with the fact that it's a lens so the lens can only see from one perspective and and uh, at any rate uh, Romero brought him on to do the work on Martin which is an Probably the most understated vampire mm-hmm. film ever made, mm-hmm. uh, and then eventually he he became the man behind uh, Dawn of the Dead, mm-hmm. which is where we saw some of those really gut wrenching, gut churning <laughs> yes. early special yes. effects. Yeah, yeah, some of them hold up pretty well. But anyhow, so, so Savini, I would say, is sort of the master of the splatter film special effects from the late seventies, early eighties. And uh, and worked on things for some time after that, but but his own personal life intervened, and uh, and um, and he stepped stepped back away from special effects per se. He, w- he has always considered himself an actor, mm-hmm. an actor first mm-hmm. and foremost, mm-hmm. and uh, has done a lot of stage work. Uh, but for those of us who are uh, horror fans, we'll always think of Savini in terms of his work on. The films I you know I mentioned and and the burning he does some pretty and mm-hmm. the prowlage some pretty pretty raw pretty even by modern standards shocking practical effects in fact maybe even more so because they're happening in front of the (coughs) camera without any computer enhanced effect it's all right it's all it's all you know latex and foam rubber and 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 fake blood and all that but at any rate um yeah so tom savini uh i would in my opinion say that the, the 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 two Main reasons to watch this Friday the Thirteenth movie were uh, or are the special effects work of Tom Savini and the performance of Crispin Glover. Yes, you know what can I say? Mary sort of got a crush on Crispin Glover now. Crispin, Did not know that Crispin Glover. And do you know what's sad? I mean, maybe not sad. <laughs> there are lots of things that are sad, but, but what is this particular uh, one? It's I don't know if I call it sad, but this is where I was at when I was like thirteen. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh oh, I. You know, obviously, since a young age, had seen uh, Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. But when I we would we would watch it regular that regularly that was like a regular film that my family watched. Sure, and 
that's how I got introduced to Christian to Christian yeah. Glover. Oh, yeah, he's, and, he's a, I love his character in in that yeah, in that, George that movie. McFly. And yeah. Uh, yeah. but yeah, I think I was about thirteen. I was like, he's cute. He's not a nerd. Oh, <laughs> he's very cute and. He's so handsome, Scott. Do you hear that? Do you hear he that, has fellas? Such a distinctive this nose. is Mary's idea of a handsome guy. So just keep there that is, in mind. If anyone wants to know my like <laughs> th- my type, this is not a type that I date. This is a type that I like. <laughs> the type of guy that I date is like scruffy oh. and bearded. Oh dear! But the type of guy scruffy that I like is like a combination of like Christopher Lee, Adam <laughs> Driver. Crispin Glover <laughs> and Harmar Superstar. Oh wow. boy. Wow. There's a whole but, show right there. Okay, that's your ideal, but you said you dr- you date people that are bearded and scruffy, so like Yeah. <sighs> so I I think to break Dan out of the Haggerty uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just because those the type of people that I no. date doesn't mean oh. that's the type of people that I should date. Okay. I feel like and that's that's the problem. I, th- I think of there's a difference. <laughs> think of men that are much older than Mary or dead. Yeah. People yeah. like Right, right. Christopher Lee. No. He's not bearded. Well sometimes Well sometimes he was bearded, like, like, admittedly. Tell Saruman that. Yeah. Jack E. Lamb. <laughs> But God. that's the thing is that I, I shouldn't. Leon Trotsky. I shouldn't. Oh, ooh, actually, I feel like Trotsky would be a good match for me. Well, he'd certainly. Is certainly this actually our show tonight? I'm just curious. <laughs> <laughs> is this what we're doing? Well, I think this is what I we're doing. We're kind of, I don't. This is I, called, let's, let's change this the subject is, quick. This is what's <laughs> called change the subject. freewheeling conversation. Right. Anybody who's really uh, put themselves up to the challenge of listening to us tonight for more than five minutes. Wow! See, I raised my, I raised my pirate uh, mug of of rum and coke. You see, we're not uh, constrained by no a, a film other than sort of an ancillary. Yeah. Well, reason. you know, the whole point this of doing this episode show. is is uh, in part because we we for the second Friday in a row we partnered with with Brian, Daddy Man, Daddy Yay. Man, yeah, uh, Mutant Cafe. We love him. And uh, so he whipped up some pretty awesome 1950s era cupcakes using Crisco, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh. And I can, hey, okay, I'll be honest. We didn't make them. We didn't have time to make them. But I, I imagine they were actually pretty damn they good. They looked pretty good. They did look good. And, uh, and then he asked if we would share a cocktail uh, appearing for... The Friday the Thirteenth final chapter uh, live watch live tweet with Joe Bob and Darcy and our dear Mary Chalman uh, came up with a pretty cool cocktail and and all I asked was l- l- like I have any authority but, but <laughs> I have no authority but but my my thought was it'd be really cool if we could come up with a cocktail that it, that that somehow evoked the feeling of Crispin Glover's awkward dance <laughs> in Friday the 13th final chapter. And Mary came up with one. And Mary, can you talk about it for just a moment? Absolutely. So this cocktail is one of my own devices, and it is aptly named the Where the Hell's the Corkscrew? I have a footnote to this drink after you're done. Oh, I can hardly wait. Okay. Um, Excuse and me while I a- crunch on something. You go ahead. <laughs> This is a pitcher-based drink, so it's good for parties. Um, so this is a mezcal-based cocktail. So if you've ever had mezcal, it's sort of, it's like a smoky tequila. It's like if tequila and scotch had a baby. And so you need five serrano peppers sliced. We only used two because the peppers that I got were very spicy. 
um, 12 ounces of mezcal, uh, 2 ounces of Aperol, 2 ounces of lime juice, 1 pint of chilled blood orange juice. We ended up juicing our own blood oranges. Um, ice, of course, and some blood orange wheels for garnish. In a pitcher, muddle the serrano peppers. Uh, stir the mezcal with the Aperol and blood orange juice. Pour into, um, and then after that I added the uh, two ounces of lime juice for a little bit of acidity. Um, pour into eight ice-filled glasses and garnish with the blood orange wheels. Although, that being said, we three managed to consume our entire supply. It was very good. Oh, absolutely. That's why we managed to do it. I was going to say, rather than having it in eight glasses... True. Well, 12 ounce. Well, it's okay. Don't do the math. I, it, it's it's I, not worth doing. I, I won't. Don't tax your brain or my <laughs> brain. No, my foot. I feel like we deserved it after after a, a long week. And mezcal is so tasty. It's a singular oh, taste. That's. I think mezcal might be my favorite liquor to make cocktails out of. Out, I'm not. Go, I'm not going to go with that long with that, but oh, that may be your favorite. That is easily my favorite. I, I. That's the only liquor that I have purchased multiple bottles of in my own home. The that and whiskey. But Dave's favorite is Pernod now. It yes. is Pernod. Uh, well, largely <laughs> because I can mix it with everything else. Well, and, that's uh, what I'm drinking: is uh, rum, Coke, and Pernod. That's right. Uh, I love that liquor. So I have my footnote. Yes, please. Which is enlighten us. It was a great cocktail, and I enjoyed it very much. And prior to this particular moment in time, I did not realize that there is no, other than for dramatic purposes, there is no function prior to or afterwards to the corkscrew reference. Other than the reference in the movie, there is nothing that for this drink... The corkscrew is utilized for that's, in any way. That's the joke. That's why the where the hell's the corkscrew? Okay. <laughs> because okay. it's not in the drink. Okay. Exactly. Oh. Do you get it? I, th- I thought this through. <laughs> what does that tell you? Scott? See, that tells you that I'm very, very slow. <laughs> well, I think the word you used earlier was doddering. Well, <laughs> one could say that. Um, or I could just be exceptionally quick. Well, how about if we split the difference? I'm not. I'm, I'm exceptionally quick with it. I just suggested that it's a possibility, not reality. I don't know. But it was, a, it was, it was, uh, it was actually a very enjoyable cocktail. Yes. And it was a lot of fun uh, to connect with uh, the mutant family tonight. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, uh, Scott put together a number of rules for a, um, a drinking game. That we were able the world to does share. not have enough drinking games. Clearly. No, no, I agree. And I actually am not in favor of drinking games. I, oh. Drinking is can be fun, but can also be pretty damn dangerous. But uh, but we but uh, knocked used together. to be in the dynamite business. That's right. I mm-hmm. was in the dynamite business. We'll talk about that some other time. Yes. But we uh, but we shared that, and and Joe, Bob, and Darcy did a variation on it tonight during the show, and uh, I just had a heck of a good time, and I felt like. In a strange way, we were connecting with hundreds, if not thousands, of people, all sharing our love for the genre, and uh, all kind of just uh, clinging a little bit to each other in what is, admittedly, a somewhat uncertain time. Indeed. So I agree. And you know what? We don't really need to go much longer tonight, in my opinion. This was just really kind of a.
check in with uh, yeah. one another. And uh, if you happen to have listened tonight, wow, you were... Uh, <laughs> cheers to you. Yeah, cheers to you, because I sure the hell wouldn't. <laughs> Tweet uh, back at us. Yeah. I, I like... One of the things that I like so much about Joe, Bob, and Darcy is that they bring the mutant fam together. Yes. And I feel like we are an extension of the mutant fam. Mm-hmm. So tweet us, send us a message, yeah. give, us a, give us a chat. I don't know, let's... It, it's going to be a weird few weeks ahead, I feel like. And I, think, I, f- I think we're actually looking at a very strange summer. Scott and I are scheduled to go to Monsterpalooza. For years, <laughs> I have wanted to go to Monsterpalooza, which is the premier gathering of uh, really special makeup effects individuals. All sorts of things. Right, right. Uh, creators of monsters. Uh, and, you, of course, you see all the big names there. You see Guillermo del Toro and oh, uh, Rick Baker and, oh, my goodness. If you see Guillermo del Toro, well, oh, yeah, you yeah, need to well, like, but, but tell the him is, that well, I adore him. The question is if. Yes. Yeah, right, because that's the main question. Up right? until <laughs> about two weeks ago, it was pretty much a given that this was going to happen. And now Scott and I are looking at each other and... Um, and thinking, wow, are we actually going there in early May? But um, hopefully we will. Hopefully we'll we see. will. As a way of connecting to the the horror community and the people that have brought us so much so much <laughs> childish joy Indeed. in the creation of monsters. Uh, but we'll see if that's going to happen. But um, I don't know. What do you think? Should we wrap this up and, and let our poor listeners get back to their commute or their time with their spouse or loved one? Or whatever the hell else they want to do. Or roll over and go back to sleep. Or go back to sleep. That's what so I'm about to do. <laughs> I'm going to suggest we raise our glasses and we, uh, we have a toast to all the artists who bring us the movies. We appreciate, as always, your hard work. Uh, thanks for joining us down here in the Deep Dark Lounge. We look forward to raising a glass with you next time. And until then, you can contact us through our website. That's www.monstermoviehappyhour.com and please engage with us on Facebook as well as on Instagram and Twitter. And you can find us there at Monsters and Drinks. So until then, friends, cheers. 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 (laughs) There we go. (laughs) 